Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in. You are listening to Captain Roy's Rusty Rocket Radio Show, C-R-R-R-R-S, the UK geek science fiction, fantasy and horror podcast, episode 503, recorded on Tuesday, the 26th of September 2023, at 23.46.12. Tonight I'm speaking to you through my Shaw SM58. Yes, I've changed back to that. Ah, oh, I don't know what happened last time when I used the Shaw SM7V. There was so much editing, and difficult editing too. I, let's not talk about that, but hello again. My friends, my fellow nerdlings. Today, if you've been following me on Twitter, you'll know that it's my birthday. Initially, I woke up in a good mood. That's not a good sign when you <laughs> qualify uh, the words. I woke up in a good mood. I did. I woke up at 0917 which is the exact time of my birth. And because today was a Tuesday, it was the exact day of the week of my birth as well. And it is weird that I woke up at exactly that time. I didn't have an alarm or anything. I just woke up. It must have been something there lurking in my subconscious telling me to get up right then. The day started okay. I opened my birthday cards, my presents... I cleaned up an old Filofax that I bought in the Vancouver Pen Shop Scratch and Dent Sale around 15 years ago. And I've started using that because I do need a new Filofax. My Filofax rings are completely buggered. I also... Got ready really quickly, drove to the shops, bought myself one of those frozen cakes. Needed to get it early, so defrost. Came back home, set it out to defrost, picked up mum, drove to the shops where I was going to find myself a book and she was going to the bank. When I got to the car park, the driver's window refused to close. So I couldn't leave it in the car park. I left mum there to do her stuff in town. I drove myself back home. And then I started taping over the window with some plastic bags. As I did that, I slammed my finger in the door twice. I slammed it the first time very, very gently and thought I had better be careful about that. That could really hurt. And then I really did really hurt myself. My finger still throbs. When I wrote those notes, that was hours and hours ago, my finger was throbbing. It's still slightly throbbing. And then when I finished that, I went back inside. And a few minutes later, the alarm went off. Because when you lock my car's door, it arms the alarm. And then the wind blew in some of the plastic into the interior of the car. The car thought it was being stolen. And then we are, we are, we are. 
<sighs> you can't make stuff like this up, can you? Oh. <laughs> I'm only in a slightly better mood now because I forced myself to do that on the last hour of my birthday. The doctor, weeks and weeks ago, prescribed diazepam and I was supposed to be taking them daily. I'm not really doing that. But today, I really needed one. I don't know if it's working or whether it's just a placebo effect because from past experience, diazepam seems to do bugger all. I think it's mainly my determination to have a good time for the last few minutes now of my birthday. Only nine minutes to go. Well, by the time I finish saying that, nine minutes, well, eight minutes and 30 seconds now. <clears throat> what a day. Ah, yeah, I've got stuff to talk about. I suppose I'd better do that now. Let's go off topic for a moment and then we'll get on to the on-topic stuff. Should be good. We'll be talking about Blue Beetle, the Winter King, and Cursed. But first off-topic item, and that is the Audio-Technica Soundburger ATSB 727 turntable. This is a remake of a cult 80s turntable that was recently re-released as a special one-off and it was so popular that they decided to bring the Soundburger back. I suppose I'd better describe it first. It's a tiny portable USB Bluetooth turntable. It's oval pill-shaped, flat at the top and the bottom, and it has a clamshell design. I've talked about how I wanted to get back into records for quite some time, so with my birthday approaching, I bought this last week. I'd say it's a well-engineered product. It has a nice heavy mini platter. Surprising for something that small. It is easy to service and adjust. Sounds great. Once I set it up, plugged the output into a headphone amp and that in turn into my Roland Street Cube and played some vintage music. I played some spinners, an LP that I bought for my mum. Uh, my mum and dad are into the spinners. I've seen them live. And it turned out that now I quite like the spinners. Maybe I'm just getting older. They're a folk music band from the 50s and 60s and 70s. And also some Elvis. I have a compilation set of Elvis LPs with just about everything he's done. It's really good. I'm an Elvis fan. So, yeah, sounds good. Works. I did know before buying it that... The Soundburger is a manual turntable, as was my last turntable from 30 years ago. That was a dual turntable, that was also a manual. I think it was a manual? I'm not sure it was. But what I realised when it arrived and I set it all up, 
is I'm no longer a young person. I'm now too old, weak and shaky to set the needle up and down. I also didn't like that there was nowhere to put the tiny stylus cover, which is very, very easy to lose. Techmoan's YouTube review showed that the original had a hinged stylus cover, so you can't really lose it. That's gone. There's also no volume control for output on the new version. And I found that the built-in Bluetooth didn't work with my mother's jam heavy metal stereo speaker. AT have said that some devices won't connect. So that's why I had to do it through a headphone amp and then the Roland amp. And finally, though I think that this device is very well made, it is also very delicate to not include any type of case in what purports to be a portable record player. If I were to keep it, I certainly wouldn't travel with it, but I would find a safe place to position it out of harm's way. It's supposed to be portable. There is no way this thing is going to survive being portable. So, as it is, and also for trembly, cack-handed wrinklies, Okay, I'm not quite a wrinkly yet. Oh, I've got a few wrinkles, but I'm not that old. But, you know, yeah, I'm shaky-handed enough that this isn't going to work. I'm not normally shaky-handed. That's what's weird. It's just that particular position where you do the pinching motion to put your finger under the tone arm and then move it over and gently set it down. That's a stressful thing to do because you're afraid that you might <laughs> uh, bounce a stylus off the record. I tend to tense up and then my hand shakes and then, yeah, not really practical. So yeah, because of all those things, I can't recommend this turntable. And it's not that cheap. For a turntable nowadays, it's not bad. But it's not particularly cheap. It's £199 in the UK, directly from Audio-Technica. I am sorry that this clever and very pretty little record player had to go back. But it does have to go back, and I've requested it to be RMA'd. And so I'm now looking for a fully automatic turntable instead, which would be far less stress. Just put the record on, press start, it does the works. Uh, I suppose if this was at least auto-stop, I would have considered keeping it, but it doesn't even do that. When it gets to the run-out bit, it just goes round and round and round, and you have to walk over there and lift it up, and... I'm also at a stage in life and fitness that if I listen to a whole side of an album, there's a damn good chance I'm going to fall asleep. And I don't really want that stylus to be wearing a groove at the end of my record. So yeah. Not ideal for me. 
Do you want to know something interesting about today? Today, apart from it being my birthday, Concord went transatlantic 50 years ago today. Concord, that lovely machine, the Mac 2.02, that is 1,338 miles per hour Concord, took passengers across the Atlantic on the 26th of September 1973 at a slightly slower but probably much more comfortable for passengers 954 miles per hour. Unfortunately, following a tragic accident, the flights declined in the 2000s until we're in the situation we are today, where we sadly no longer have supersonic passenger aircraft. I miss Concord. I've talked about this before. There's something really cool about Concorde. I remember seeing Concorde in my childhood. Never flew on it, but I could see it flying overhead. It was an amazing plane. There are, however, on the bright side, other companies like Boom Supersonic, who are taking up the mantle with their slightly slower Mac 1.7, that's 1,100 miles per hour, which is still pretty fast, over to your plane, which is due for passenger flights in 2029. There is also a NASA plane in development, which will blast through the heavens at up to Mach 4. <laughs> which is very, very fast. The supersonic age isn't over. That's a nice, positive way to end my off-topic gallop. Let's go into the show. Science fiction, fantasy, horror. Let's do it. Okay, first of all, Last night, along with some TV that I'm going to talk about in a moment, I watched Blue Beetle. This is a new Warner Brothers movie in which a debt-ridden, recently graduated student returns home and seeks a job at a sinister corporation to support his struggling Mexican-American family. Peril and adventure and excitement ensues, when he is infected by an alien symbiote that blesses slash curses him with Iron Man-like superpowers. Only with the help of his family can he defeat the bad guys. By the end, he does. And by the way, that symbiote biting him in the hand, that beetle-like object biting him in the hand, that you can see on the trailer, so it's not much of a spoiler, that reminds me of the film Kronos. Or rather, it did after the fact, because as the credits were rolling after the film, there was some mention of Kronos and some music they'd used, and I'm guessing that's from the film Kronos, vampire film, starring Ron Perlman from ages ago. A really good film. Go and watch it. You might enjoy it. I suppose that's a little Easter egg tribute back to that movie. Anyway, this is a 2023 film. I thought it played like a DC version of Spider-Man, but with more neon and 
less lonely than Spider-Man. We'll get to that in a moment. Apart from the struggling migrant theme, and the broke student theme, which is not surprising. (laughs) Man, what happened to going to university? It's probably always been terrible in the US, getting a university education, but in the UK, at one stage, it was free. But successive governments have re-screwed that one, haven't they? And there's also a nice little spiteful poke at the obscene training for maniacs still available at the School of the Americas, now known as Western Hemisphere Institute for Security Cooperation. That is an educational establishment which appears to train their students in guerrilla warfare, torture, and breaking just about every single bit of the Geneva Convention and has caused all sorts of trouble in South America and probably elsewhere. That was a nice little and brave poke by DC doing that. And they do that through one of the henchmen who has grown up as a child soldier and then was further trained at the School of the Americas. Politics aside, I liked Blue Beetle, though not enough for a repeat viewing. It just didn't grab me, and that might be due to my unfamiliarity with the hero. And also, I'm not too proud to tell you that I'm too filled with envy to relate to Blue Beetle's extended family as much as I can relate to Peter Parker's tiny family, which is a lot like mine. On the other hand, it is nice to see a non-tragic hero, and this third version of the Blue Beetle is a lucky young man. And that's Blue Beetle. Yeah, worth watch, bright family fun. Does get a little dark in places, but this is a superhero movie, they all do that. And also the dialogue is partly in Spanish, There were words that I didn't understand, though I didn't have to turn subtitles on because you could infer from context what people were saying. That was a nice touch, though. Nice bit of diversity. Let's move on from film to TV and The Winter King. I do not like Bernard... Cornwell's Arthurian trilogy that this 2023 historical drama is based on, so I knew going in that I'd probably hate this. I wouldn't go as far as saying I hate it. Not so far. But I don't think this is for me. Merlin, my favourite character from Arthurian myth, In this version is a trickster druid, not a wizard, or an engineer, or a scientist. Far, far from 
T.H. White Sword and Stone character or the mystic of Excalibur. And that irritated me. Though I do remember someone reading an excerpt from the Winter King to me. And that Merlin portrayed in the book was even more annoying. I also didn't like the general grimy look of the TV show. So yeah, I won't be watching this. And that's The Winter King. I am into all the Arthur stuff. I've talked about Arthurian myth so many times in this podcast. How many times have we mentioned Excalibur? We did on the last episode. Any opportunity to talk about Arthurian myth. Anyway, that brings us on to the next TV show, and again, Arthurian myth. Cursed. Cursed is the backstory of Nimue, the fey lady of the lake, sometimes combined with the character Vivian, depending on whose version of the myth you read. In this one, she is the one whose hand emerges from the lake to hand Arthur Excalibur, the Sword of Power. I like saying that, the Sword of Power. Cursed is a 2020 Frank Miller production. I took a deep breath because I'm not a fan of Frank Miller, not anymore. Though... I'll get over that just for the sake of this review. I think Kirst is well acted, but overall feels insipid. Maybe that's because I think it's aimed at younger viewers. It feels like YA fiction, perhaps. Though that's not always the case, because even movies and media made for children can be fairly hardcore and disturbing, or whatever, but yeah, no. Um, I don't know. Again, not for me. But let's also talk about Merlin for a moment. I did like this version of Merlin, played by Gustav Skarsgård. He is a very eccentric Merlin. I, yeah, I really enjoyed that portrayal. I was surprised that he was another Skarsgård? How many of them are there? I thought he was a British actor, Joseph Fiennes. He looked a lot like Joseph Fiennes, the actor from Shakespeare in Love and other things. But no, it was Gustav Skarsgård from the Skarsgård clan. And so, let's have a look. 26 minutes in, I really don't have that much more to say. I've talked about the media that I wanted to talk about. I've talked about my birthday a little. Let's just go into the after show and put ourselves out of our misery. (laughs) Despite the very steep ups and downs of the day, I'm actually okay. A bit tense leaning on my stick a bit, and really I'm saying I'm okay 
because I've tried to put myself in a philosophical standpoint where that is the case, that I'm okay, rather than any valid basis in reality, which would mean I wasn't okay. You see, if everything is buggered anyway, why add to the overall buggeration by worrying too much? Well, exactly, there isn't any reason to do that. Let me give you an example of some positive things that have happened since last time. I told you that I'd be canoeing with a partner. Well, I did, and I did not fall in the lake last time. So that was a plus, not falling in the lake. Yesterday, I also had a delightful and delicious Chinese takeaway and a large piece of Toblerone. And today, I had a bit of chocolate cake. Things, therefore, are not entirely terrible. Entirely. And then we come to the addendum, which was the very last thing I added to my show notes not that long ago. Well, actually, before the bit about Concord that I added at the last moment. But I felt honesty <laughs> required that I put this in. Not giving a toss is a lovely philosophy. It eventually failed pathetically by the end of the day when it felt as though my head would go scanners and go... That was a sort of... Did I... Well, you get it. Sort of explode in a big wet... Yeah. It didn't explode. <laughs> as I've said at the top of the show, I've been trying to wind down in the last hour of my birthday. Hopefully... It says in the show notes, I'll have calmed down by the time I tape this. And yes, I sort of have. My feet are killing me, but you know, what are you going to do about that? I stand up to do my podcast. What kind of maniac does that anyway? And so I would say, uh, let me just own myself into tranquility. I have, again, attained a state of cheerful nihilism, which is not what I think Buddhist monks are aiming for. I think they're aiming for something rather more positive, but anything that slows down my heart rate and stops me ramping up adrenaline through my system is welcome. And that, my nerdling friends, is it. I make this show. My name is Roy Matur. I'm a writer. Matur is spelt M-A-T-H-U-R. You can find out more than you ever wanted to know about me in a lifetime at RoyMatur.com. If you want to help, please review and rate the show. Please recommend it to a friend or mortal enemy or click on the contact or support link on the website. Thanks for tuning in to my birthday episode. You are listening to Captain Roy's Rusty Rocket Radio Show, the UK geek, science fiction, fantasy, 
and Horror Podcast. This was episode 503, taped on Tuesday, the 26th of September, 2023, but ending on Wednesday, the 27th of September, 2023, at 001859. Thanks for listening, and bye-bye for now. Bye. 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 Bye.